Tim and you're listening to the New Life at Home podcast. My guest this week is Mike Adams, who's the pastor of Goulburn Presbyterian Church. Mike shares about New Life's partnership with Goulburn, how his family have settled into life in Goulburn and what ministry has looked like for them. Mike Adams, welcome to the podcast. Are you excited to be on? I'm thrilled to be on at last. You're going to chat to us about uh, New Life's partnership with Goulburn. You're the pastor at Goulburn Presbyterian Church, but I can tell by your accent that you're not from Goulburn originally, at least. Do you want to tell us where you were born, where you spent the first, what was it? 24 years of my life. Uh, Yeah, so I'm not from around here. Uh, I'm from uh, the east end of London, uh, right out on the east side of of there in the suburban fringe. Uh, So, yeah, I grew up in a little place called Upminster. It's most famous uh, for being the end of the district line, which is the green line on the tube map. Uh, And, um, yeah, it's typical suburban upbringing there uh, with uh, mum and dad and my brother uh, in sort of middle-class Caucasian England. Yeah. Yep, and football fan? Uh, Of course. Uh, is, is there any other any other type of person in the UK? Uh, so yes, <laughs> my local team was West Ham, um, who have not been doing so well recently, but uh, yeah, still follow them. Yep, there's always high expectations for West Ham at the beginning of the season with the money that's spent and the players brought in and the managers recruited, uh, but always seem to be scrapping and fighting against relegation. Yeah, absolutely. We we haven't had any high times since I was born, at least. So the last time we won anything was 1980. You studied at uni back in the UK. What, what did you study and what kind of work did you do? Yeah, I did. So uh, I went to King's College London, so in the middle of London. Uh, but I did uh, chemistry as my degree. Uh, I took four years to do that and then promptly never worked in it again. Uh, mm. I went straight out into the city of London as uh, an IT uh, contractor. Uh, working as a project manager uh, in a firm there. I uh, did that for a couple of years before I emigrated to Australia, and that's what I've been doing since uh, when I moved here, doing uh, mm. IT project management and consulting. Yep, so emigrated to Australia. Yeah. What led to that? Why did you come to Australia? Sure, well, uh, being a, um, a typical Englishman, I'd only really had two things, uh, two types of exposure to Australia. One was neighbours, uh, and one was actually a teacher that I had in I think it was year, year eight or nine at school. So high school, I had a, a teacher called Mr. Stafford, and he was an Aussie guy, presumably on a gap year like all the other Aussies are over there. And, uh, <laughs> they wouldn't, and he, they and wouldn't he, move there permanently, would they? No, well, he was there for about seven years because he was there till I finished oh, wow. uh, school at least. And he, uh, he was a music teacher and a jazz trumpeter, and uh, he kind of told us all these stories of this amazing land down under. And so I'd always wanted to go there one day, uh, but... It was always just going to be a pipe dream, probably, and maybe one day I'd come and do a bit of a holiday. Uh, but then uh, after uni, when I was working, uh, a young lady walked into my church from this exotic land down under uh, called Jeanette, and uh, we became friends really quickly, and uh, she ended up staying for three years. So she was also doing the gap year. Uh, yeah. And at the end of those three years, uh, we emigrated here to get married uh, at New Life uh, in uh, uh-huh. January, January 2008. Uh, so Mark Adams, the former pastor, married us there in the in the church building. Yeah, wow. So your yeah. partnership, your connection mm-hmm. to New Life personally goes back further uh, than when you joined 
uh, Goulburn Presbyterian as uh, the pastor there. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my wife has been part of the church along with her mum and dad, Lorraine and Donald, for oh, a long time, since before the church building was built. Yeah, big they, shout out, big shout out to Lorraine and Donald. Absolutely, uh, they uh, they they've been part of this church for a long, long time. Uh, and so when we moved here, we were always going to get married in the church. Uh, we looked around; we were thinking of going somewhere else um, because we didn't want to come in and it'd be kind of Jeanette and her husband. Mm. Uh, but because Jeanette had been gone for three years, the church had grown so much while she was gone that most people didn't know who she was either. So we walked in with a fresh start. And that was really, really good. And for me, mm. it was, uh, as, as a young man, I was 25 by then, living on the other side of the world, having left everything I knew behind, uh, what what New Life did was they really brought me in as a family. Uh, so I felt like I belonged somewhere. Uh, so obviously Lorraine and Donald were fantastic with that. Um, mm. There were others, you know, Mark Maskell, uh, Simon Bolton, um, John and Amanda, Axelby and their family. Mm. These guys really took me in. Um, and I felt like I had a family again, uh, and so that really helped with the with the adjustment to living as far away as I could get from home in a in a culture that I thought would be basically the same as England. Uh, turns mm. out it's nothing like the same. We don't even speak the same language. Uh, mm. So yeah, that was that was a big adjustment for me. But New Life became my home and my family uh, for a long time, yeah. and we spent eight years uh, serving and being trained up by Mark and uh, Lynette, mm. and then um, and then by Russ as well uh, before we went to college. Yeah, so do you thinking about that time at New Life, uh, particularly as you were serving and getting mm. stuck into some ministry, what areas of ministry were you involved in? Can you think of, um, was there anything in particular that you just look back on now and you go, wow, God taught me so much about, you know, X, Y, Z? Yeah, I mean, I had a great upbringing. In, it was in a Baptist church in the UK. Uh, it was where I came to faith. Uh, I'll always treasure it. But I think I'd got to that point where I couldn't grow anymore. And so when I came to New Life, Mark took me under his wing and started meeting every two weeks for coffee. And we, he taught me to read the Bible properly for the first time. Mm. Uh, and so I grew so much under his training there, just in, in basic Christianity, uh, how to read the Bible, how to understand it, how to apply it to my life. Uh, and then gradually from there, we became uh, more involved um, in the music ministry. Uh, we came, we were only in a spend six months waiting and we don't want to jump straight into stuff but we're at the 5 p.m service and i remember when we got there uh sil ruddle your guest last week was playing the piano every week uh and there you go and it was whoever turned up first was the lead singer for the week um it was it was like that and so we turned up and um it probably wasn't really fair because jeanette and i both are grade eight pianists and musicians so we kind of figured we should probably help out a little bit to help sil so we got involved right back then in the music uh, and eventually over time uh, we we ran the music as part of the the leadership team uh, mm. there, um, with uh, a number of people who still come to the church, including the Maskells and the Macaulays and and others. Um, re- ran a home group. Um, yeah. Learned to preach for the first time under Mark as well, uh, which was a big thing. Mm. Uh, always with the intention of one day going to college. That was our our long term plan. Yep. Um, and I think the other lesson that Mark really taught us uh, was that no matter what ministry you're doing. It's all about the people. So it's about the people you're serving and it's about who you're serving with. Uh, and so you've got to look after them first, uh, not mm. just worry about the thing you're doing. And that was a big learning lesson for a, mm. for a young guy uh, who uh, always been a perfectionist. It's kind of slightly OCD, uh, <laughs> but learning to, to accept that that's not the best way to do things. The best way is to look after the people, trust them, uh, help them to serve at their best, and then that will be the best for God. Mm. So um, yeah, it's yeah, amazing. It's a big learning. Amazing thing to learn, mm. uh, learning about discipleship 
and you know ministry being about people. Uh, so you're you're in Goulburn now with yeah. Jeanette and the family, and you know you've been there a little while now, mm. um, year or two. Yeah. What what's what's brought you to Goulburn? What happened from um, the end of your time at New Life mm. to Goulburn? Yeah, so we went off to college. We were sent by New Life. Uh, we went off, went to study for four years. Um, it turned into more than four years because obviously we had to uh, work as well to support the family, so I ended up doing part-time. I got about halfway through my studies, um, and Russ and Cole, uh, the session clerk in uh, Goulburn, both approached us to talk about uh, whether we might be open to, to coming back into the into the Canberra area uh, at Goulburn hmm. uh, to take on the role there as a home missionary um, while finishing my studies. So um, that's very exciting. Uh, yeah. and, and so we, yeah, we were approached properly sort of in about October, uh, nearly two years ago. Um, and we started in the February. So it was a very quick turnaround and, mm. and a very quick adjustment to kids. We're moving, we're leaving Sydney. We're going, we're going somewhere else. Um, but it was, it was God's answer to prayer. Like we, we were, uh, feeling ready, uh, mm. to, to go and try something a bit more practical. College is wonderful, but it can be quite dry. And I think I was missing the, the real life doing stuff with people and mm. actually doing ministry, the very thing that made me want to go into ministry in the first place. Uh, we prayed about it. We thought about it some more. Uh, we had our list of things that a church needed to be for us to consider. Um, mm. you know, it needed yep. to be near enough to Jeanette's family um, and uh, near enough to an airport in case I need to get home in a hurry to the UK, things like that. Mm. And Goulburn ticked every box that we had on our list of things we wanted to do um, mm. where, where we could see ourselves ministering. Uh, so um, so we said yes, and we moved there February last year. Yeah, it was part-time initially, uh, one and a yep. half days a week, so I was working in Canberra as well, full-time, yep. back into my old career, because uh, money was getting tight, uh, having been at college mm. for three years. Uh, so mm. I worked a compressed week uh, for a wonderful company in Canberra who were very, very supportive of, of me doing the two roles. Mm. Uh, and then I'd have two days a week uh, working for the church, mainly looking at um, how do Sundays work, uh, revitalizing that, uh, yeah. getting getting to know the people and the town a little bit more and starting to think about what comes next for the church. And we did that till about April this year. Mm. And uh, April this year, we started talking to work about finishing up at the end of this year and how a transition might work. Uh, and to their credit, they were really supportive and said, if, if it's right for your family, it's where you need to be. Um, if you quit now, we will not hold it against you. Like mm. we'll, we'll, we won't make you stay longer to do a handover and that sort of stuff. Yeah, you sounds like that. God's been God's Absolutely. been really kind. You know, Absolutely, opening that door. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and so we we did. We left, and I think Easter Monday was technically my last day for work uh, with with the company. And I I started at at Goulburn, and the first thing we did was stopped services because COVID hit. So uh, <laughs> I haven't. I don't. I've no idea what normal ministry looks like. Wow. Well, we'll get to the ministry stuff in a moment. Um, let's just think about Goulburn just a little bit more. Yeah. What What are your impressions of Goulburn? How, how have you settled in there? Yeah, look, Goulburn, I don't know, maybe some of you are like me. All I knew about Goulburn was it had a big sheep and a McDonald's on the highway. Yeah, the big merino. The big merino and the McDonald's next door and maybe trappers if you know... Uh, the area there. If, oh, a few that, people. If you that, want, yeah. If you don't want McDonald's, you go to Trappers. Basically, if you're on the highway. Um, good news for you is I don't pour the coffee. Just the, the, that <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful country ads. Um, <laughs> and so I didn't know anything about Goulburn beyond that. I've been really pleasantly surprised. It is a uh, a wonderful historic little city. Um, that I I used to love driving home from Canberra and going down the main road. 
uh, when you when you just get north of the city. So our house is it's kind of just before you hit Taralga Road and head out. So it's in the northern suburbs mm. there. And you, as you drive up this road, and it was love on those lovely wide country roads with the trees that are still in the road, and everyone parks around the trees on the side. Mm. Uh, and you just and you had the trees growing over the top, and it was this beautiful avenue, and you just knew you were home. Um, and so, personally, I think I love the old buildings and the and the heritage of the place, and it's a really pretty place to live. Mm. Um, you know, the people are friendly. Um, everyone knows everyone. Uh, so, you know, that's part of country ministry, mm. I guess, uh, gradually getting to know everyone now. How many people um, live in Goulburn? Just over 25,000, yeah. I think. So, so it's sizable. Yeah. It's sizable. Uh, you know, I, I used to think Canberra was pretty small for a city having come from London. <laughs> well, you know, if you're going to compare it to London. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Goulburn is technically a city, but I, I always have to remind myself to say that because it's only yeah. 25,000 people. There were probably mm. more in my, in my postcode in the UK. Mm. So... Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's a lovely little place. Obviously, it has its problems, like anywhere does, mm. but it's a it's a beautiful place. And, and what kind of place. percentage of people, um, roughly, would call themselves Christians in Goulburn or be part of a church in Goulburn? Yeah, so it's interesting because I looked at the census data, uh, and I I can't remember the num the exact percentage that were Christians, but I think there was something like four hundred and fifty people had ticked Presbyterian uh, on the <laughs> on the census, and that was only a couple of years ago. And when we arrived, there were 13 people in the congregation. So I'm not sure where the other 437 people are that think they're Presbyterian, but uh, I'd love for them to come along and be part of the church. Um, yeah, so, so there's a reasonable percentage would say they're Christian um, and culturally are. Mm. Mm. Uh, in terms of actual practicing Christians, most of the churches are reasonably small. Mm. So there's plenty of work to be done. Yeah, so there's, there are lots of people who need to hear the gospel who Absolutely. need to hear about Jesus? There's an opportunity there for for you guys and for um, for ministry there. Absolutely, um, there's plenty of opportunities for every church in Goulburn to grow. Yes, um, and and we've got a wide range of ages um, from lot. There's lots of schools and lots of kids right through to uh, to retirees. Uh, mm. So there's a, a huge age range and, yep. and a huge amount of people who. Um, desperately need to hear the good news of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And New Life has been in partnership with Goulburn Presbyterian for quite a while now. Mm. Um, and I know you wanted to talk about that. And Absolutely. Yeah. What is What does that partnership look like? Um, how has that worked out in practice? And how has it been an encouragement to you? Uh, well, the, the partnership between New Life and Goulburn Presbyterian Church predates me arriving. Um, say Goulburn uh, Presbyterian was was small uh, and has been for a while and has been struggling uh, and so uh, I think one of the first steps to it becoming healthy again was New Life taking on the partnership uh, in 2019, uh, 2018 sorry. Uh, and that was when um, Goulburn became a home mission station of New Life so that means that we have a very close partnership so Russ is the moderator which means he's the man who's responsible uh, for everything that happens at Goulburn, um, along with the elders. So mm. uh, New Life um, took on the church in partnership. Uh, it was vacant at the time in 2018. Mm. And so um, New Life provided all the preaching, or a vast majority of the preaching, uh, and the materials as well for the local lay people to preach. Mm. Uh, they provided the leadership there. And so they really carried it for that first year. Uh, and then uh, Russ was responsible for then uh, calling us out of college and bringing us to Goulburn as part of that partnership uh, and then um, mentoring and training me and helping me to adjust to being there 
Uh, so there's a lot of that happens behind the scenes that Russ does. Mm. Um, New Life also provides a huge amount of administrative administrative support, mm. um, particularly Brock. It does a lot of work for us. He manages all our social media, our website. Um, he, he got those all set up for us as well, mm. which is fantastic. Uh, I, I arrived and the first conversation I had with Brock while we were settling into the town uh, before we formally started ministry was to say to him, Brock, we need a website and we need social media up and running urgently. And his response was, I've already done it. Here's, here's a temporary URL. Have a look at that and see what you think. I got it all up and running. It was perfect. Uh, and so <laughs> it, really impressive one because I hit the ground the first week and they went, you've already got a website. It's all down to Brock. It was fantastic. Uh, and he continues to provide that support with graphic design for us and all those sort of mm. things in the background. Um, so, so we've had administrative support, we've had mentoring support, but we also have leadership support. So uh, Mark and Simeon mm. uh, are both on our session as what we call assessor elders. Yeah. So they. Prefer- so have you got to know them, both of them, quite well, or are you getting to know them? Yeah, so I, mm. I already knew uh, Mark oh, and Mark pretty well, and Simeon reasonably well um, beforehand. So Mark actually was at my wedding. Uh, he was. I, I, I didn't know anyone there apart from my own family. So, mm. uh, but Mark was one of the people there. Um, so yeah, we um, we get to know each other even more though, working this closely. And I'm seeing a different side uh, to Mark because obviously now we're in leadership together. Mm. I get to see his experience and his wisdom. Um, and the same with Simeon. So they provide a lot of insight for us and, and guidance around strategic mm. decisions and how we move forward. Um, so, yeah, they've been invaluable in that role too. Oh, and even just knowing that you're in partnership with us, the encouragement that our congregation gets from knowing that there's a, a larger church uh, that has taken us under your wing and want to see us succeed and want to see us taking the gospel out into Goulburn and, gr- and growing God's kingdom in Goulburn, that's a real encouragement to our church, uh, and I hope um, I hope it's an encouragement to you mm. to know that you're helping uh, God's kingdom grow in the next city over. Yeah, it's it's an encouragement to me that when I invited you to come on the podcast, uh, you 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 wanted to talk about the partnership, and mm. you want you want people at New Life to to know what difference it makes. Mike, how about we finish with just a couple of encouragements, uh, things that. At Goulburn, perhaps things that have happened, uh, people that you've been in partnership with there locally, um, what are some encouragements that you could share? Sure. God's been working uh, in Goulburn. Uh, That's really clear. Mm. I I shared earlier that when we joined, there were 13 people in the church. Uh, By the end of last year, before COVID hit, we had 25 people turning up in Goulburn and eight in Taralga. Uh, so we, we had a good number turning up. And what was really encouraging was seeing the demographics change. So rather than everyone being over 60, we actually had half our congregation were under 40 by the end of the year. So that was really significant to see uh, kids running around uh, and people in their 20s and 30s as part of the church meant that the church has a future. Um, and so that's been really encouraging that God has been very gracious in bringing these people into the church uh, and saving them. Uh, or bringing them in from uh, outside the church where they may have been Christians, but they weren't attending regularly. Mm. Uh, so that's been wonderful to see. Uh, and the way that the church has just grown in its love for each other uh, and the way they serve each other uh, and they serve us as a family. Mm. Uh, it's been wonderful to see the way they love my kids. Uh, they weren't used to having kids running around the hall and being noisy and, and carrying on, but they've just been so wonderful. Um, my kids now have a whole load more grandparents uh, and uh, and friends I love the fact they call my friends their friends. Uh, they're truly part of the church family, as that's been wonderful to see. 
and I, I'm excited for the future and what God has in store for Goulburn. Um, he has uh, brought us in and he's grown the church in Goulburn, but he's also brought in another local minister who's evangelical and longs to see the gospel grow. And so there's an exciting local partnerships sort of developing between us uh, and the local Anglican church, St. Nick's. And so uh, we're excited to see mm. where that goes as we support each other in gospel ministry to try and grow uh, God's kingdom uh, outside our own walls in Goulburn. That's um, cool. And so we long to see um, many churches overflowing with people in Goulburn um, yeah. and look forward to seeing what God has in store. That's cool. Thanks so much, Mike, for coming on the podcast for this week. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Tim. Thanks for listening to this episode of New Life at Home with Mike Adams. Next episode, Vicky Whitelaw is going to come on the podcast, and Vicky's going to share her story as an athlete and what it was like living as a Christian in the high pressure and high intensity world of professional cycling. <laughs>